Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Alright, welcome back everybody. Quick recap to the last episode. We talked about how the god weapons look for Dis and Lazarus, and we talked a little bit about kind of what the party's gonna do next. They've, they've got a bit of a wide world out in front of them, and they kinda had to pick what they wanted to do. Looks like right now we're gonna try to figure out what, what's this plot in the ether about a weapon and a permanent hole in the stronghold and all sorts of bad things. Uh, they talked to Skinner. Got a little bit of information on that, and their suicide glyphs have been updated so that they can leave the stronghold without their heads going pop, uh, which is good. And mm-hmm. some of them forgot about, which is even better. Mm-hmm. Well, I just <laughs> forgot that stepping through there would constitute as leaving the stronghold. Yes, of course it would. Different dimension. I completely forgot about it. Uh, and yeah, they were given uh, that Lil might know somebody who once spent some time in the ether, and uh, that's kind of where we left off. So. What's the plan, guys? Okay. No. So uh, I suppose, like, do you want to just call Lil down here, or you give her the uh, the well, ring? Well, I think we wait till the morning because yeah. it was like midnight when we were talking to that's true Skinner. So don't need to talk to her. But then there might be something we could grab and that she could get done so that time constraints aren't a problem with two weeks. That's true. There is a certain amount of urgency involved. Okay, it's up to you guys. Well, yeah, we can just call, see if she's up. And... Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of us can just go upstairs. Yeah, one of us could just go upstairs and see if she's around. Sure. Who's it going to be? Who's the least conspicuous? Nim will go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so Nim, <laughs> you climb up the, the stairs slash ladder that leads out of the basement. Uh, you come up into that back room, uh, and as you kind of, like, pop up into that black room, or back room, uh, Lil's actually right there. She's working on dough in the in the back room. Oh, hey, Lil. Uh, oh, uh, hi, Nim. Um, a, a little late to be coming up for a snack, isn't it? Oh, well, you know, I was wanting to learn about bread because I wanted to open a restaurant, but that's beside the point. Um... <laughs> We heard that you might know some something about someone who spent some time in the ether. I I suppose I I know a couple of people that have gone into the ether. Is it something more specific? Um. Well, we don't want to get too many people tied up in the details, so we're just gonna. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna say <laughs> that uh, we. We either need some information about how to enter the ether safely, or we need to talk to one of the people who spent some time there. All right. Um, let's see. I did used to travel with a funny little bard mm. that spent a fair amount of time in the ether at one point. He was. It's a very long story about him searching for a story from a ghost that lived there about a... a, a band of adventurers that happened a long time ago and he was looking for, you know, good songs like bards often are. Um, he did spend almost a full year there by himself. 
Do you do you know where to find him? Um, well, he is a bard, so he does tend to hang around the taverns and such. Um, where would I have heard him from? You know, I had heard he was spending quite a bit of time up in the noble rung for quite a while, but I heard since everything that had been happening in the market rung, he had come down to spend some time down there and see if he could. He's always looking for the next adventure tale he can spin a song or a poem about, so it certainly wouldn't surprise me if he was in the market rung. Ah, uh, does this bard have a name? Uh, yes, uh, absolutely. Um, if you wander around uh, and ask for a bard named Lance, um, he, he really does prefer that. His real name is is uh, Lance Danson, but he, he definitely seems to prefer uh, uh, a bard called Lance, or, or the bard named Lance, the, that sort of uh, moniker. Um, I will take a brief side pause. Um, so Lance is going to be one of the first characters I'm putting in the game that is actually suggested by somebody in our Discord. Um, so what I've been doing is, is when people join our Discord, I've been getting character ideas from them that they would like to see in the story uh, using their own names. So, hi, Lance, <laughs> when, whenever this gets out and you can hear it. Hi, um, Lance. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Lance will be our first. He certainly won't be our last, uh, but I just kind of wanted to explain where those come from. Uh, and, and a little bonus for those of you that are listening and have never been in our Discord, if you want an NPC uh, in the game, come join our Discord. Come hang out, and, and I'll see what I can do. Um, so switching back, um, but yeah, if you if you ask, I, if you want, I could take a look around and, and see if I can get um, a location on him. Most most of the bartenders, we all use the same suppliers, so it, it's not too difficult for me to to try to figure out where where he might might be playing. All right, uh, yeah, if you want to do work on your end, and then I guess we'll do some investigating on our end and figure out what we need to know. Sure, that sounds fine. I, I, a little side note, I wouldn't mention, um, Lance is a bit of an odd character. Um, he's very flamboyant and a little prone to over-exaggeration. Uh, he's very, honestly, if you get into a tough spot with him, he's the best bard to have around. But the story after you get in the tight spot might not sound a whole lot like what actually happened. So just, you know, some of his stories take for a grain of salt, but if he believes it's important, he'll he'll cut to the chase. Alright, thanks, Lil. And then I'll just, like, shut the trap door over my head and go back to the party. Okay. So we just saw him talking to Lil. <laughs> yeah, just, just through the trap door. Oh, hi, Lil! <laughs> um, yeah, and obviously you guys will have to head back to sleep here fairly shortly to finish your long rest. Um, is there anything you guys need to cover before that? I'm changing some spells. Oh, I should probably change some spells too. Yeah, me. We're going into uh, <laughs> leaving the downtime here. Yep, time to time to start thinking about them combat spells and other things that one might need in the ether. In the ether, there's a lot of pirates in the ether. They call it the ether. <laughs> Sky pirates, they call themselves. <laughs> 
Very bad. They're not sea pirates. They're oh, sea through pirates. Yeah, they're sea through pirates. Very good. Remember, you got one more spell than the last time. Yeah, yeah. I already have that spot. You know, I never did ask Lance what voice he wanted the character to have. Oh well. I'll use whatever I think appropriate for now, and later on Lance can tell me that's totally wrong, and I'll change it. <laughs> uh, what did you take for... I'm the only one of this, right? What? Magic Circle? Magic circle? Yeah. yeah, I don't have Magic Circle. Probably. Okay, I'm keeping that one on. <laughs> that is going to be one of those things. Uh, Dis, any spells you need to change? I swap around just dancing lights and... Uh... And something else? Well, I mean, it's not really rubbing it in. He's actually changed his character the most in the last, like, two weeks. <laughs> Just not spells. More other stuff. I don't believe in that spell. I guess now that you have your god weapon, you'll almost have to redo your character sheet a little bit just to make sure you've got, like, mm. great weapon in there and you don't forget to do your stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, it's already mostly updated, so... Good, good. Uh, also, this night is the night you guys get your god weapons, so... As of tomorrow morning, you will have them. And the dreams that accompanied a little bit of how to use them in their explanation. So it's not like you get them and you're like, what the hell is this thing? Now, what do I do with this golden rod? (laughs) What is this? Okay. Um, everybody's just switching spells. I guess I will explain your morning then. Uh, so obviously you guys finish your long rest. Uh, you get the next morning, and initially when you wake up, you have a tiny bit of a panic attack when you realize that the door to Mary's room is open and she's not in there. However, kind of before the deep panic can sink in, uh, the trap door opens and you see Mary coming down the, the steps with breakfast. Um, and she kind of just offhandedly comments that... Uh, Lil said it was all right if she worked in the back of the kitchen, as long as she didn't go out uh, into the main room. So, seems to have been kind of what she's decided to do with her time for the time being. Um, So yeah, you all sit down at the table. I would imagine you all wake up more or less at the same time, since you all got to sleep at about the same time. And, uh, you know, you kind of sit around the the breakfast table. Um, we can use that as the opportunity to talk about what spells you guys have changed and you kind of figure out what your plan for the day is. Hmm. So many spell options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess since uh, Dis, you don't have any spell options you need to consider, so you're first to the breakfast table. Uh, Mary sits down next to you and starts eating, since you're the only one that was not dithering through a spell book or scrolls or anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, she just takes a seat next to you and you both start eating breakfast. Uh, it's up to you if you want to converse in any way or if you just kind of want to eat breakfast in silence. You obviously have your sword now, and I guess if you're going for the samurai motif, you've got it kind of on the hip in the in the um, sheath. I probably still have it on the hip either way, but uh, I guess I'll... So, Mary, how was your night? Uh, it was okay. Uh, you know. Did you have fun helping with breakfast this morning? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I think I burnt Nim's eggs a little. But, uh, hopefully he won't notice. Yeah, I I hear Nim likes his eggs burnt. Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Your eggs, everybody. Excellent. Um, and she, like, kind of, like, she points to the plate because Nim hasn't come out from his room yet. And she goes, 
Do, do you think those are burnt enough? Uh, it's, it's probably about perfect for what he likes. Uh, okay. But remember, if, if he ever insults it or anything like that, he actually means the opposite. He's, he's very confusing. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, uh, that's yeah. here. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he's uh, just a, a bag of tricks. Do you, do you think, because uh, I could make them more burnt. I've been practicing. Oh, no, that's, it's great that you're practicing. I'm sure Nimmo's going to be super happy, but I think you've hit the perfect level of burnt eggs right there. Okay. You did a good job. I'll, I'll leave them then. <laughs> you can see, like, you can see her making the mental note of, like, Nim likes his eggs burnt. <laughs> Turn away so she doesn't see me just grinning like an <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, casually, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of the party slowly comes to wakefulness and, and comes out and decides to have their breakfast. Uh, does everybody more or less know what they're switching around? Am I a little too fast? No, I know. I, I should roll my portent, though. Yeah, absolutely. 16. 18. Okay. And we're back to doing things on a much more day-by-day -day basis, so if you want to pull your card. Oh, yeah. I mentioned those to him the other day. They're pull in the bag beside you. Let's see what the fates say about how well your day will go. Oh, is it this? The crown goes again? Yep. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Nim reaches across time and space to pull out a vision of the future. Let's see. And that vision says... You're all going to die. I think, just I think they're very rarely that direct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one might tie to Dis. <laughs> new romance is imminent, either with a newcomer or, the, or through reignited passion in your existing relationship. Be open to giving and receiving love. <laughs> We're gonna go find Sasha. Just is gonna find more than one gold ring. <laughs> oh. 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 Well, yeah, I guess um, you guys have you guys have noticed the last couple of sessions that a lot of people wear gloves mm -hmm. um, to protect their rings. Is that something you guys are I, thinking of be, doing now? Lazarus needs to go buy full new clothes of everything. So fair, yeah. Yeah, Nimu buys them. We buy all, just all, buy some all of us have been wearing the same clothes we entered with. Yeah. There's definitely some shopping that can be done today, <laughs> for sure. Anything That's you guys want. Uh, okay. Alright, so, uh, breakfast table. What did you guys switch for spells? Alright, I'll start. So I'm losing Sound of Truth Command, Detect Magic, and Magic Weapon. And I've gained um, Protection from Evil and Good, Aid, Lesser Resto. And compelled duel. Okay. Those all sound pretty good. Uh, Nim, I guess? Uh, I put on... Jeez. Okay, I'm just going to go over what I have now, because I don't remember what I took off and what I put on. Okay. Uh, I have Mage Armor, Shield, Magic Missile, Tensor's Floating Disc, Misty Step, Invisibility, Mind Spike, Phantasmal Force, Haste, Fireball, Counterspell, Banishment, Sickening Radiance, and Steel Wind Strike. Cool. And we'll find out what all of those do the next time the party almost dies. Um, and hopefully you can actually use your magic on the next enemies. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, I put Goodberry back on. Okay. Um, and I put Ice Storm on and Mask Cure Wounds. Okay. And, uh, Dis? <laughs> 
I looked over my spells, shuffled them a little bit, called it a day. <laughs> nice. I mean, you've got a shadow blade now. I mean, that's what more right. do you want? Magic. Yeah. yeah. Come on. And this is over the magic game. <laughs> He's got a magic weapon now. He doesn't need shit. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Alright, um, so Nim, as just a, a casual note, you do notice as you eat your eggs, uh, and the rest of your breakfast, in fact, that, uh, Mary is just, like, staring at you. Uh, can I ask exactly how overcooked are the eggs? Well, see, so here's the thing, um, the, the eggs weren't ridiculously overcooked. That might have happened if Dis decided to push things and tell her to amp it up a little more. But they are definitely burnt. They have a definitely that nice carcinogen burnt taste to them. Right, um, right along on, the bottom. Yeah, basically right along the bottom. If you kind of eat just the top layer of the egg, it's not so bad. <laughs> just, I've never seen Nim look so unsure about a future decision, and he's watched people die. <laughs> um, these eggs—they're—they're they're a little crunchy today, hey. Uh, immediately, Mary brightens up. Yeah. This uh, is just eating, just gritting. <laughs> is uh. Was the stove up a bit too high, or was, uh, what was going on with that? She just kind of, like, clearly not getting it at all. Uh, I made them this morning. Oh, yeah, Didn't they're delicious! Did you do a great job? <laughs> they're delicious! And I just pressed digitation them to taste normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, who's got the highest passive perception? That's definitely Kenneth. Kenneth, how much have you been paying attention to breakfast? You pretty groggy in the morning, or are y'all there? I, I trance, so I'm there. All right. I'm ready for this. So, so Ken is right trance? there. Oh, right, I don't trance. I'm yeah, you're a human, human in this human. one. That was been Just so kidding. long. Wow. It's been a long time since you were an elf. <laughs> in my other campaign, I'm playing an elf. I <laughs> uh, see. <laughs> um, yep, I'm, but I'm still sure Kenna would be a morning person. She's pretty peppy. Okay, that seems fine. So Kenna is the only one that notices just an ever so slight shift in Mary's demeanor after Nimcast prestidigitation. She just, she goes from being like pretty happy to just being that tiny bit less happy. Interesting. It only Kenna notices? Yes. Only, only notice. Kenna notices. Hmm. Okay. Well, and she would notice me casting prestidigitation as well, so. Yeah, I would. Yeah. So I can make a smaller one person. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll do that. So, breakfast resolves with perhaps a slight uneasy silence near the end. What's uh, what's your guys' plan for the day? What's uh, I mean, obviously you gotta see if Lil found out anything, but I'm sure you guys have other things you want to get done today. Sounded like shopping was high on the list. There was some talk about checking out the warehouse as well, depending on how much time you guys think you have. So what's uh, in in a perfect world, nothing changes. What's what's the plan for today? Uh, I think we go shopping and kind of try to seek out information on this Lance guy. Okay. And just wait on hearing back from Lil about her 
investigation on where he's at. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think we investigate the warehouse if that's agreeable to the party. As for or hmm? as for or <clears throat> well, yeah, I think we just traveled to. I don't see any. Well, unless someone sees a reason to split up. Hmm. Um. No, we should probably go together this time. It's a dangerous, potentially dangerous area. It's a dangerous time. It's a dangerous. We also time. associate ourselves to it if we go there and poke around us. If we get seen by guards or something. Lazarus is pointing at his big blue head. <laughs> gonna recognize him. <laughs> the only blue dragonborn in the strong. And he's even got his carapace armor back from the Ant Queen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he certainly strikes an imposing figure. We're expected to be investigating as well. It's not necessarily that we're associated with that. We might be associated with checking out the area, but I'm assuming there's a lot of people checking out that area. That's pretty true. But then again, there's also, yeah, the point that you're going to be pretty obvious. <laughs> Although, how many drow have I seen in total in the Stronghold? I've seen a few, right? A couple. But not many. Yeah. You're definitely a rarer breed inside the Stronghold. Not none, but rarer. Isn't and a... plus you killed one. So, I mean, rarer now. <laughs> Isn't there that whole, like, returning to the scene of the crime thing, though? Like, only two of us have been there. True. True. <laughs> I was also thinking that it should probably just be Lazarus and myself. For that occasion. So you guys can just stumble in and be like, oh my, what happened here? (laughs) (laughs) Or we can go and be like, we were sent to investigate. Or you could walk in and just be like, what the hell did Dis and Nim do now? (laughs) Probably more accurate. (laughs) Okay, so sounds like shopping and checking out the warehouse. But maybe just Lazarus and Kenna? Okay. And I guess while they're doing that... Dis and I could like tour around to like some like bar hopping. Do like some bar hopping, check out some venues, see if anyone knows this Sounds Lance. Safe. Can I um sure. history check to see if Lance performed when I was doing information gathering in the That's true, you were out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Actually, Let's can see. I also check for when uh when Ken and I were trying to join the people? <laughs> I'm sorry, I tried. Sure, you went to less bars, but <laughs> yeah. you can definitely try. I also don't have inspiration. That's a five. That's a five. So, funny thing, Lazarus had spent a fair amount of time in the bars trying to cultivate a certain number of contacts, but he was never really paying that much attention to who was playing. If the music was good, that was fine, but never really, like, who the person was, what their name was. They were just sort of background music. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, that just means you, you don't know a specific name. If somebody told you maybe what kind of, uh, of songs he sings and that kind of stuff, that might help you. Um, but just purely by well, name. Well, I know by hyperbole only so far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I help Dis with his? Yeah, you guys were both there. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. I had an 18 originally, and you helped. It's <laughs> impressive. 21. Okay. <laughs> so, funny story. When you guys were in the bar where the Thieves Guild made the first contact with you and you were dealing with that very large, silent man, you do remember several times hearing these odd little sing-song stories uh, that nobody really seemed to be paying all that much attention to, but it just kind of stuck in your head because you remember the guy signing off at the end of the day being like, Thank you, you've all been beautiful. I'm Lance the Bard. And he just kind of wandered off. Like, wait a second. Jesus Christ, it's all That was Lance the where we were. That's right. Maybe okay. we should go back. Yeah, we should go check it out. 
They probably have more information on where he went if he's not lying there still. Maybe he has a regular gig there. Could be. So yeah, does, I guess that's where we'll check it out first. Okay, or, and I assume you you know you guys are yeah. just openly talking about this at the breakfast yeah. table. Okay, so I guess for the first stuff because shopping's easy. So what are you guys shopping for? What's uh, what are what are some? I mean, obviously you don't know anything about what you'll need for the ether right now. But you do know what you need just on a personal basis. Mm. So it's up to you if you want to, like, shop after you find out if you need anything specific. Or if you'd rather just do some general clothes shopping and that kind of stuff now. Obviously, feel free. Um, just let me know what you're, what you're after and we'll figure out uh, where you find it and how much it costs. Yeah, so um, basically, I want to change that um, thing that was just covering mm-hmm. the... Um, the crack into a proper... I want to get a proper scapula with the symbol embraced. Okay. That's, and then I suppose, like, actual just, like, a couple pairs of common clothes underneath, I guess. Sure. So let's see. Um, common clothes. Uh, traveler's clothes or just common clothes? I have a traveler's cloak. Okay. And would you prefer fine or, like, very much the common? Um... So I just have a traveler's cloak, so I would want like a couple pairs of just like the decent common stuff. Especially as it's just the paladin, he's only really interested in simple cloth. So. Sure, that sounds fine. Um, there are several places on the market where you can do clothing. I would imagine you would shop around a little, find something you thought I can fit use you the nicely. References too. Absolutely. Um, through that and through the connections that you guys have kind of already made, I think you can probably find a, a place that usually does finer clothing, but they do have some like nice quality common clothes as well. Um, due to your size, there'll be a little bit more, you got a lot of skin to cover. Uh, but that being said, you can probably pick up a set of common clothes for about two GP each. Okay. Um, so however many sets you want to have as a backup, just let me know. Uh, well, it's mostly... For the stuff that has to deal with being underneath the armor, so you probably like need like three of them. Okay, that sounds fine. So we about six gold then for the for the sets. Um, and obviously those are some that are a little better sized for you as well, which is nice because I think the original set of clothing that you had wasn't sized all that good. Yeah, I was just kind of using like sailor rag tags. Yeah. You know? Um, you do notice while you're there the little gnome that's kind of running things. He's got the pins in his mouth and the measuring tape and the whole deal. And he just every once in a while, like he's kind of like looking at the traveler's clothes you're wearing, and he just keeps like raising an eyebrow and like kind of tisking to himself every once in a while. Oh, like, every time I notice it, like, he's blending in. <laughs> he's just kind of, every once in a while, he's just, well, I mean, sure, if you want to blend in with the homeless. <laughs> I'll just, like, as a paladin of peace, just keep my peace. <laughs> all right, all right. So, Lazarus comes out uh, a little more verbally scarred and with three new sets of clothing. Um, anything else anybody wants to shop for right off the bat? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. The covering would come from uh, more okay. of like an armor smith, which is great because you happen to know one. Mm. Uh, she can whip something up for you. Um, they're not so bad. How about a blacksmith whip that in? Uh, like, I'm thinking of a scapula. Oh, okay. In that case, then, not really. So it's that you single probably, thing of copper yeah. that goes all the way down between the legs. Yeah, I think you'd probably be fine with that then. It'd be... I have to get a custom symbol. Yes, custom symbol. It's probably about five gold. 
Lazarus, you fancy. You fancy the other. Oh, just wait. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so yeah, that's Lazarus. Now he's got the carapace armor. He's got this piece in the center to kind of tie his outfit together with his symbol on it. Uh, and now he's also got some common clothes to kind of so, move around with. So Dis wants to shop for shit that's really dark. Like, to super dark traveling clothing. Because he wants to match the blade now. Okay. Because it's going for more of like the super stealth type of route on there. Black skin, black blade. So he wants to try to find really good, like, dark fabric that has almost that magical quality to it. Just very dark. Yeah, very high quality stuff. Uh, okay. And then probably with just hints of gold through the entire thing to hype up his adventurer look. Okay. Probably okay. like... Proper gold? Like, like gold threaded almost? Or just thread that happens to be the color of gold? Specifically going for like the threaded gold thread to make an impression of like, so definitely a finer cloth. Perfectly, and trying to do it to almost break up the edges of the outfit. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, if you're all... Yeah. Uh, even the, you end up in the same place as Lazarus. It's just a very well-known clothing shop. And again, this short gnome, just the entire time, I don't know if we... You could go all monochromatic, but <laughs> then how will anyone see you? Maybe with some trim. And he kind of like... That's kind of how the gold trim thing happens. Um... It's definitely, so it'll be fine clothing. Uh, he does warn you, he's like, black like this, it shows the dirt so easily. Make sure you have someone nearby to clean you. Oh, that's not a problem. I have one of the best laundromats in the entirety of the stronghold. Oh, yes, Nim's laundromat. So of course, everybody knows him. I, I hear many good things. I sent some of my unmentionables there to be cleaned. <laughs> you can't send to any better place. They do seem to handle my... Heavy you swell. <laughs> oh god. I'm just like they do good work. <laughs> Alright. Um that comes out with so I'm gonna say, let's see. So first of all, it has to be traveler's clothing, it's definitely gonna be fine. And then we've got the golden thread. You can see the little guy, he's doing the math. He's like, well, maybe we could. And he's just kind of he's thinking about it. Uh, and he comes, he kind of comes back and he gives you like a, a showcase of like the fabric he wants to use and the gold he wants to use. And he kind of does your measurements, which is weird because he's a gnome. So he has to like climb all over like everything just to get your measurements. Oh, I saw. <laughs> very much the same way. I saw my mom like, there's also going to need to be a hat to tie the whole thing together. All right. What, what yeah, kind of hat? I don't have a feather. Yeah, something without a feather. <laughs> okay. I want to go for... What is the style of hats in the Stronghold? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so the guards all have mostly be... You get the impression because of who the investigator is. They all have like the beret mm -hmm. off to the side style of hat. But that's just the guards. Um, the general people, not all of them wear hats because there's not a lot of bright direct sunlight here. Um, so quite a few people go hatless. But if you had to make a general guess, you would say it looks like the guards wear berets, the men wear more of like, um, not quite a fedora, but just a more like simple hat. Bowler? Um, bowler? A little bit like a bowler. Uh, and then a couple of really fancy people you've seen, like some people that were filtering in and out of Wallace's place, some of the nobles, they did have the occasional, like, more top hat style, but it seemed rarer. Actually, I want to cancel that. So instead of the hat, I'm going to ask, actually, what I need is some earrings that fit this. So the only way I can picture this. Was a drow, an adventurer that does the earrings? 
Oh, he honey. Fits his character. I knew exactly where to get you jewelry. <laughs> and he points you to the store literally next door, mm. which he also owns. He kind of like slips through a back door at the back and comes out in that counter and just, so what pretty little things can I give you? Like, uh, <laughs> I just want to look around for um, anything really... I have absolutely no knowledge of earrings in real life. <laughs> so this will be great. <laughs> um, something that would be more expensive, something with a little bit of golden diamond in it again to bring the outfit together a little bit. But what he's going for is just that mark of letting people kind of know that Dis has, I don't know, these, he knows his way around the blade, but also knows how to kind of charismatically get into places. So something that's not too gaudy, but... Hmm. More subtle, I suppose, but something okay. that people would notice a little bit. He thinks about it for a little while, and he, he kind of he gives you kind of a wait one minute, and he comes back with two earrings that kind of look like they're basically set up to be like a she uh, a sword being like sheathed, and that's the so like the back, and it just kind of like and you can just see the hilt of the sword then mm. as the earrings. And he's kind of like, something like this? Yes, that'd be perfect. All right, all right. Um, let's see. I think that puts us at somewhere around about 60 gold or so. Uh, that, that sounds good. He's like, I will warn you, the earrings I gave you are more for combat. They're not actually gold. They're just, they just look like gold. It's... If you want the full gold version, I can do that, but they, you know, they'll wear a little differently. Oh, that's okay. I might as well have them ready for combat, as it is. Uh, All right. And the last thing, I'm, I'm not sure if you would carry something like this, but maybe you could point me in the direction of anybody who could make masks. Masks? Think of, like, What kind of masks? Think of, like, a vent mask, something you'd show up to for, a. Uh, uh, a festival or a oh, a like party. a costume mask, but something like an eyes in... wide shut sort of thing. Yeah, basically, <laughs> but in the style of Meyer. In the style of Meyer, God of the Dead. Hmm. Come with me, and he kind of walks you past his counter in the jewelry shop to a back room with a curtain, and he just sort of, kind of looks around a little. You can't tell anyone what you see in here. All right. And he opens the room, and you've legit stumbled your way into some sort of brothel. (laughs) He he moves the curtain away, and it's a long hallway with several rooms. And kind of as he walks you down this hallway, you can see men and women servicing men and women in the rooms. Um, until he gets to, at the end of the hallway, a closed door, and he raps on it. Madam, are you free? And there's a long pause before finally there's another on the other side of the door. And he opens the door, and inside is a room filled with several cages, each cage with a person inside, though all of them are facing away from the door and appear to have several red marks across their backs, the back of their legs, that sort of How thing. How did you find these <laughs> And as you enter this room, he indicates to one of the walls where there is a very large selection of masks that have just been hung there. 
I want to look at the mask, but uh, on the sly, I want to check out the people and try to get a gauge of what the hell is going on in this room. Sure, absolutely. Uh, these do an investigation check. Yeah, I, basically, I want to know if these people seem to be here by their own free will, like this Certainly. is a kink or something. Certainly. Um, investigation? Yep. Uh, 11. Okay. So you start looking around at both the masks and these people, trying to decipher kind of what's going on here. And as you do, you notice that in the center of the room, there is somebody standing there. And she's kind of keeping an eye on the people in the cages. And she's not looking at you at the time, and she's got a very, like black outfit on. It's a black, almost traveler's clothes. Not all that dissimilar from what you just bought. Just tighter. Mm. And as she kind of starts to turn around to look at you as you've been kind of spending some time in the room, you notice that she looks exactly like Kenna. Like, not even kinda looks like Kenna. She looks exactly like Kenna. Kenna? What? She I just left you behind. How did you get here so quick? She starts to turn to look at you and kind of has like one eyebrow raise when the gnome with you kind of taps you on the shoulder and indicates that you should bend down a little. And he goes, no, 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 sir. That is not someone you know. She has a very powerful enchantment where when you look upon her, you see her as another woman you know and desire. God damn it. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Like, well, that just... I had so many questions in my head now, and I'm just going to not think about it. Uh, I wouldn't leave the wall for If you have the time, she can punish you as this person. Oh. Well, everybody... oh, I'm sorry, I don't have the time right now. <laughs> But I make a mental note. I make the mental note of this location. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> it certainly won't be hard to find again. It leaves an impression. I really uh, need to recommend some other people come in here too. Uh, see I'm, all sorts of things. So yeah, I do want to check out the masks on the wall then. Um, yeah, I probably very awkwardly try. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Like and like the people in the cages are also fairly awkward. Several of them are quivering and you know, they're just mm. kind of you're just, you're interrupting. Yeah, I, I see what the, the point of the room is now, so I just focus <laughs> on the mask. And I want to look for something that's, um, that really, like, resonates with... I, I actually want to see if there's any sort of feeling of, like, spirituality coming from any of the masks, or anything that's kind of resounds for me when I look at specific ones for... Do a religion check. Okay. And I will note that, that definitely a great deal of these masks have experienced praying to God. Can I... <laughs> can I... <laughs> Get advantage by, while trying to do this, touching the blade of the new god weapon I have? If you drew it, perhaps. I'm going to look through these masks, I say to the gnome. Um, I'm going to pull out my weapon here. This isn't for anything dangerous. I just have a connection to what I'm looking for with this. I hope you can help. Very well. Do what you need okay. to. I pull out the, the blade, just really casually making sure that it's that nobody's freaking out about in here. I'm trying to make it seem like super passive, not uh, any sort of a dangerous draw. Sure. And then, uh, and then you can religion check with advantage. Okay. Yeah. I had to fight for it somehow. <laughs> Otherwise, this is not going anywhere. Uh, 13. Okay, that's something. So, you kind of take the blade and you kind of like... 
move it across the wall of skulls. You're looking for any sort of ray, because you have no idea what you're looking for. Yeah. So you're hoping the blade will in some way guide you. Um, and true enough, uh, as you kind of get to the bottom rack of, uh, of masks, there is, you feel a slight resonance with the sword. Almost like it, you feel it kind of darken ever so slightly. And it's really the only thing that's changed at all. So you kind of go, oh, you know, better than nothing. Uh, the mask that it was pointing at is, it's very much done up like a, like a Japanese goblin mask with the sharp teeth and the bigger, uh, but it's completely ashen white with kind of these like flecks of like, it almost looks like decaying flesh. Like it's got that kind of coloring to it. Very much a dead mask or seems to kind of be in that direction. Okay. Um, I want to try to take it off the wall. Okay. It freely comes off the wall. And just like hold my hand, um, kind of inwardly. Meyer, is this what you desire? There's no direct response. Um, I still have my, I've, I've always been, whenever waking up, have the, all the trinkets and of stuff I've, I've collected over the time for it. I try touching those and asking one more time, or even touching the mask to them. Mm. No strong response, but you did receive some response from the sword, and it's the only thing you've received Yeah, and I'll so assume, far. and I'll say, how much for this mask? To the, to the gnome. You, you know, the gnome kind of, well, it, it's a very ugly mask, so... And you want to take it, not just wear it in here. Correct. I see. And you see him kind of look at the woman, and you're not really sure what he sees, obviously. But he just kind of, he looks at her, and she kind of gives him a bit of a shrug and a nod, and he kind of shrugs and nods, and then looks back. Very well. She's willing to part with it for 30 gold. Sounds very me. Very well. 30 gold, pay her. I already paid the guy 60 gold, I suppose, for the outfit, yes. which I'm currently wearing. Yeah. <laughs> Also, am I drawing eyes with this outfit? Uh, it definitely, I, I mean, not in here you're not. Mm. Not, not People here, in here are busy. <laughs> the walkthrough of uh, the... Actually, I guess wouldn't really see You haven't, really, you haven't been outside uh, yet. Who didn't have a chance to look at me. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, uh, putting so. the clothing together is very fast. This gnome has mending, so he basically just uses nice. mending as a fashion of crafting the clothes quickly. Okay. Seems well practiced. That it probably took him a while to learn. And just to confirm with everybody, we have ten thousand eight hundred and seventy-five GP each. Yeah. Was yeah. our split? Yeah. Uh, I already spent some of mine on learning spells, so I don't. Know. Yes. What you have? One other thing to keep in mind: it won't matter so much because you're in town right now, but especially when you're going to the ether and we have a lot of gold. I mean, it's made of like wind and shit, and fifty coins is a pound. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. You might have a fairly significant weight of coins on you right now. Yeah. Now, while I'm not usually super anal about your weight, if you wander off into the wilderness with, like, 400 pounds of gold on you, <laughs> that's that's going to be a problem. <laughs> so maybe maybe before you go, figure something out with that. <laughs> Especially when you're going to the ether. Yeah, I just invested all in property. <laughs> property never loses value. That's, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what all those small towns in Middle America said. <laughs> we're gonna have a, we're gonna be really pressed to do this ether thing. <laughs> Got to keep those property values up. That's right. If the stronghold goes to shit, this won't be worth anything. <laughs> we, we only want half of it to get destroyed. How mad is our lawful good guys gonna be when we're going our investments? 
<laughs> They're like, wait, but if we let half of the stronghold be destroyed, the property value on the other half skyrockets, right? As long as it's not our half. <laughs> we, that's why nobody says this around the paladin. <laughs> so yeah, I want to, um, I'll spend the gold on there, and then yeah. I want to extricate myself from there while thanking the guy. Of course, of course. So on your way, business, yeah. you walk back out, he just kind of politely shows you to the door. And uh, How close am I to Nim right now? Because Nim was in the same place, right? Uh, did you guys? Oh, all... Sorry, sorry. Lazarus. Was Lazarus in the same place, went to the same place. He probably. I mean, I assume unless you guys had any reason not to be, that you were all together for the shopping. So chances are they're all maybe not in exactly the same shop because they were looking for other things, but they're probably all in the vicinity. If you wanted to run to grab someone. Oh no, it wasn't that. Urgent. Oops. Head out normally. We just there. see nothing. <laughs> That's what I was gonna be like. Did you know there's a brothel back there? Um, okay, so that's Lazarus and Dis. Has the guy specifically just said not to tell anyone what you see back there? <laughs> yeah, it's solid. <laughs> I don't hide things from my party. <laughs> Do you guys know there's a brothel back there? Hey, Nim! <laughs> I didn't know you worked back there. Don't worry, it'll be Lazarus. Lazarus oh, will be the one sneaking back in trying to find that's some okay, blue dragon we'll just do a side gig. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Great, I'm gonna have the stronghold by the time we came back. <laughs> what you want, or should I go? I know what I want, but you can go. All right, Nim. All right. Uh, so I probably would go in the same shop, I'm assuming. Um, when you walk in, the little gnome is just kind of like, oh, finally, someone I can measure without standing on a chair. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm looking for sort of like a blue like wizard's robe. Authentic or costume? Like authentic. I see. Anything in particular? I don't know, like symbols on it? Like maybe like some like suns and moons or like some kind of astral kind of... Do they looks. need to link to anything in particular or just random? Uh, no, I don't really follow a particular god at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> just random. All right, all right. Far be it from me to judge your life choices. No, my my divination is all just based on, you know, gut feeling. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like symbols of your gut on the sleeve. Nim weighs like 40 pounds. That's not a gut. Very well. I'm sure we could manage something like that. And also, do you guys sell hats here? We do. All right, I'm looking for sort of like a, like a wizard hat, like a pointy, preferably like yellow Yellow to go with the blue robes. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. Oh dear, I love it. What is this? So blue wizard robes with suns and moons and a yellow wizard's hat. Anything else? Um, How fine should these be? <laughs> we all heard that. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I'm sure the mic picked that up. That's just. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well. I mean, I kind of want it to be a little fancy. Um, we'll, we'll talk about jewelry after. There, there's a shop beside this one, right, for jewelry? Why, yes, yes, there is. Okay, well, we'll yeah, maybe get like a some kind of like amulet pendant kind of thing. All right. So, fairly fancy. Good for travel. Are, are you wearing a traveling cloak over this, or will you just be traveling in just this? 
uh, just traveling in just this, and, and preferably something with like maybe a hood as well in case the hat isn't appropriate. When is a yellow hat ever not appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're trying to not be, a, you know, a, <laughs> sticking out like a sore thumb. <laughs> I, I presume it would be preferable if the hat could perhaps be packed away somewhere. Yeah, if it's kind of like somewhat magical in the fact that it could like flatten. Or just fold like regular fabric does. Uh, I just... <laughs> it's a <Prefer> saucy gnome. <laughs> I'm a man of magic. <laughs> I'm, I am happy to look at enchanting your hat with some sort of base enchantment. It'll just make it cost more. All right, well, just a normal folding hat then, I guess. Very well. Um, I believe if we're going to make this fine, but also kind of your traveling clothes... Probably somewhere in the area of about 40. All right. Um. Does Nim try to cut a deal? <laughs> Nim's like, so, have you uh, heard of Nim's dry cleaning? Uh, of course I have. So, let's say we make it 30, and if you mention... The promo code is <laughs> <laughs> laundry to our receptionist. We'll give you a 25% discount for life. A 25% discount for life. That's your accountant. There's certainly a fair amount of clothing I could push through a fine cleanery. All right, we'll call it 30. What was the promo code again? Nim's Laundry. <laughs> very, very well. I will do that. So you can just see in the back of his mind, think of all the under things I can watch <laughs> yeah. for cheap. It's a good thing Dis wasn't here, because he'd just be like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, did you just touch him? <laughs> yeah, fair. Dis knows the full extent of the laundry that's going to be going through. <laughs> What, you think I was just going to go in and not cut a deal? <laughs> you cut a deal? Yeah. <laughs> Kenna literally I just comes... accountant, I didn't recommend it. <laughs> Kenna literally comes back into the room, missing the entire deal that Nim just cut with a brothel. You cut a deal with a brothel? <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't know it was a brothel. Only oh Dis gosh. knew it was a brothel. And as his accountant, this is what... <laughs> God, our business is just really a money laundering place now. Um, oh. What kind of deal did you cut? I gave him 25% off for life in exchange for 10 gold off. <laughs> but he's going to bring a lot more business through our doors. That's true. 10 gold off of your outfit or your services you're receiving at the brothel? Outfit. He, he doesn't know about the brothel. Only Dis was brought inside. This is trusted. 25% off for life? It's going to increase business. Okay. Wow. This is, this is how you promote a business. <laughs> uh, so I do believe you mentioned that you wanted to check out some jewelry as well? Yeah. Uh, like a big, like a pendant sort of thing? Like a... how, how big are we talking? It's going to be like the size well, of his mean, chest. I'm pretty small, so like, you know, big to us, but not like huge. And, and what sort of amulet? I don't know. Let's... Like, maybe, like, gold, or maybe, like, something with, like, gold and, like, a like a precious gemstone in the middle? 
Okay. Any particular function it's supposed to meet, or is it just to, you know, to display one's wealth? Uh, just to kind of, like, flare it up a bit. Not, like, to be, like, super flashy, but to, like, you know, if a noble were to come by, he'd be like, damn! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I, I think I can, I think I can perhaps work something with that. Um, <laughs> tell me, the, the wizard outfit, are you a particular kind of wizard? Yeah, I'm a divination wizard. I can see the future. I have just the thing. He <laughs> moves you over to the uh, the jewelry side of his shop, and he rummages around for a little while, and you kind of hear him from behind the desk. He's like, you know, I've long since given up on somebody seeing the beauty of this little item, but I think given what kind of wizard you are, it'll be just the thing. And he pulls out on a big gold chain a huge gilded clock face. Oh, oh god. god. Oh my god. How big? It's inlaid with gems and it is gaudy and beautiful. Is it big for Lazarus it's, and I? It, no, it's big for Nim. Okay, okay. But it's still like maybe just a tiny bit too big for Nim. But it's very decadent. Um, maybe not something so big. I mean, I still have to kind of be, like, dexterous and, like, move around and stuff. Ah, then perhaps the junior, and he pulls out a smaller one. (laughs) Um, this does come with a bonus. It does have a very minor enchantment on it that no one wants, so I won't charge you extra for it. And it'll tell you what time it is. (laughs) Does it just, like, work like a clock, or does it... Yes, the the hands move. (laughs) But for me, wouldn't it always be upside down? (laughs) Yes, more of a sort of kind of deciphering it yourself is a little difficult, so hopefully someone can just tell you what time it is. (laughs) Best magical enchantment ever. As your fashion advisor, I recommend this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. It will pair beautifully with the bright yellow hats. I heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say this: despite being gaudy, it does actually look pretty good. Like somebody's put some thought into making the gold and the gems around the edges and everything line up in a way that is at least pleasing. Okay, and uh, factoring in the discount, you know, how how much is this going to run me? Uh, let's see. The chain is made of gold, as is the face and the container. The gems, luckily for you, on the smaller version are faux, not actual gems. So that should save you a little. Um, I say it's probably in the range of about 250 And that's factoring in the discount? Uh, yes, sir. Hmm. We have the boy. That'd be like the nicest piece of boy any of us have had. <laughs> That's true. And we've had pit pats. (laughs) And Elvis suits. And Elvis suits. Can't forget the Elvis suit. They get shoved into exhaust pipes. (laughs) (laughs) No one's one's, one's bitter about that. No no one's bitter about losing their fancy Elvis costume like a day after they bought it. (laughs) (laughs) One one day we'll have to do the explanation of how tenor burned. Salazar's fancy Elvis outfit because he was jealous. <laughs> another time. Another time. Alright. 
It's a deal. And I hand him 250 gold. All right. Uh, as well as the, what was it, the 30 for the other part. Yeah, I already took that off my tool, so. I uh, And I, can, I can't remember if you were here for when we said it, but before you guys leave the stronghold, you may want to work out what you're doing with your gold, because yeah. it is going to be fairly heavy. I don't assume I'm walking around with all my gold right now. No, I mean, I kind of assumed right now you're just kind of, like, yeah. leaving it in Lil's basement. Maybe there's a magical artifact we could buy with the gold that gets stored. Almost like a bag of holding. <laughs> I don't think bag of holdings come cheap. I'd have to check my price list, but yeah. I, I, I don't know if they're super cheap. They were rare. a thousand, I think. Mm. So that's bad. And that's horrible. normally, right? We With struggle, that'd probably be. Money in the bank. Our bank. Yeah, but it's not in a bank. Maybe no, we start a bank. <laughs> if I go to the Maybe school. we start a bank. Does <laughs> anybody know how to start? Just use our 30k as the start bank. I get more than that. I could look sure. at getting uh, Leoman's uh, tiny hut. No, the chest. Secret chest, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that spell. But I'd have to talk to the mages, go and get a scroll. And in the meantime, we should talk about what Kenna wants to buy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Uh, a bag of holding is 2,500 GP. Is that on the same magic pricing or just in the book? Same. No, that's just in the book. So okay. Be... Some of those get reevaluated because the I, I love the Dungeon Master's Guide, but some of its pricing for things yeah. is just bonkers. This is just on a... A, a forum. A oh, is it on Giant's Playground? No, Stack Exchange. Oh, the yeah, oh, okay, just the regular. Right, yeah, some of their stuff isn't too bad. I have I have a price list that I like using. I'm opening up the same oh. price list. Yeah, yeah. mine is saying four thousand later on. Anyways, uh, clothing for Kenna. It doesn't have to be clothing. Just anything you want to buy. Everybody clothing. else went for clothing. She wants clothing. She she wants something specific too. Okay. Um, so I think, like, the, like, so I want some common clothing, obviously, and tra- traveler's clothing. Okay. All in, like, a deep greeny hues, with the exception of one pair of common clothes in more, like, teals. Kind of okay. like water. Okay. Okay. And then she's looking for cut-off leather gloves mm-hmm. with a unicorn head stamped on them. Okay. the leather. That's the specific item. I think we all forgot to buy her. Yeah. You all did. Well, it depends if... They're uh, fingerless. This La- Lazarus doesn't have gaunts yet, right? No. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was part of what you... Yeah, so they're fingerless in the sense you kind of want to be able to, like, tuck the ring yeah, under so, it, like, but, like, easier enough, access. Yeah, because the other thing, too, is, like, I don't think Kenna would be cool with not being able to touch the world with full gloves. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, going up to, like, knuckle-ish... Okay. It should more than so kind of like up to like the first yeah. knuckle, or well, I guess that's not technically the first knuckle, the middle knuckle. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, the gloves would have to be custom made, but yeah. they're very adept at making that kind of stuff here. So I would say, what what quality for like the traveling clothes and stuff like that? Like on the finer end, are you trying to go a little cheaper? Finer or... end. Okay. Yeah. Want them to last? If I'm going to put money into it. Let's see. So three sets of that plus that is probably only going to run you about. He he estimates somewhere around about twenty gold. Yeah. Okay. I think I have an idea too. Uh, anything else you need while you're? He does have a clothing shop, a jewelry shop, and a mysterious brothel out the back exit. I want to see what the woman is. I would see. 
Oh, see, these are the, these are the questions. <laughs> Maybe it's still just Kenna. It's still just Kenna. She just <laughs> sees herself. She's like, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to love myself tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. We just found Kenna's secretly a narcissist. <laughs> or a lesbian. Uh, or a le- well, lesbian narcissist, apparently. I also... Oh, sorry. You said go ahead. <clears throat> oh, no. I'm, I would go into extra shopping for this. So oh. Um... Jewelry, probably not kind of style. Not a big fan of metal. Just out of curiosity, from the gnome's spirit, yeah, it, it, ma'am. So for for the unicorn mm-hmm. on on the gloves, are we talking like a pretty little pony unicorn, uh, sort of a majestic horse unicorn, or some sort of giant Clydesdale unicorn? Majestic horse unicorn. Majestic horse unicorn. Very well. Very well. Yeah. Just, you know, Ooh, it's maybe? important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe. there's a very big difference between a woman walking around with a majestic horse unicorn and My Little Pony. There, there are differences. Um, and maybe the <laughs> stitching of the unicorn horn can be done in, like, a silver thread. Ah, silver thread. If you add about five gold. Absolutely. Yeah. It's walking alive there. It's true. He can't wear any metal. <laughs> there's no metal. Yeah, technically speaking, Druid has nothing against uh, natural metals. It's just like the irons and the that kind of stuff. So I'm fine with my silver-threaded unicorn horn. <laughs> I wanted so bad to just stamp like a little word bubble on it and just be like, nay. <laughs> <laughs> on the inside of the glove. Yeah, <laughs> just nay. Nay. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anything else for Kenna? No. <laughs> Nay. Nay. Uh-huh. So in this case, uh, this wants to go back and pick up gloves. A glove. I, I presume because Kenna comes out with gloves, everybody's like, oh yeah, that's right, gloves. How far is Philly? Uh, where are you guys? Right? Not that far. Like 10, 15 minutes? I'd probably check with her and see if it, how what it would be possible to get with, like, a custom gauntlet for his left hand. Custom gauntlet. Fancy. Gauntlet. Well, I mean, he's going to be in full foot anyway, so I might as well get, like, get a gauntlet, like, a little window I can, like, open and close on the hand. <laughs> I mean, you, you Let me so pray. when you do... No, when you do, so um, the ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, When you do bigger sets of armor, like, there is sort of the unwritten expectation that it comes with everything you need. Mm-hmm. So chances are you have... Because your armor was the carapace and you didn't specifically desire it at the time, there wasn't one. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, having something that would probably match with it, or um, at least a similar uh, material, even, like, even. Even, like, a custom just partial gauntlet that doesn't, doesn't even come up here, but just, like, starts here with a leather strap and then, like... So more just, like, the palm onwards sort yeah, of idea? Even if that's, like, not possible, just... Because, I mean, it's going to be steel, so I can't combine it with the carapace anyway. No, not directly. But, like, they could probably, like, color it, like, hue it in such a way. Even, like, a not like a stain, because that's for wood. But, like, you can do the same thing to metal. Yeah, you, you can, can put, put some like, red in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say... So are you thinking basically, like, leather past that point? Because it still has to be, like, a glove that, yeah. like, fits on your hand. Uh, well, they could have a, a strap that goes here to here, and then the armor only goes up from here. Yeah, that that's fair. But, 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 but just something to guard your fingers. Basically, the only custom bit would be like having like a part of the metal that I, I can kind of like open up and just like enclose. Okay, where the ring would be. 
Yeah, I think she could probably do something like that. Like, I mean, she is a, um, I mean, like, she is a well-known, she is a Farthian after all, so that's probably fine. Um, it might take her, hmm, how long to build something like that? Probably, like, because it is custom. I'd say maybe, like, a day or two to put together. How much would you think it costs? Uh, since it probably, it's going to be made of the same material as that type of armor, but it's only going to be one piece, so probably only like maybe about 30 gold okay. to put together. Yeah, that would be Lazarus's custom glove. This is a metal hand. So Dis- it's ready for bitch slapping. <laughs> uh, this would go back to the same guy you bought the rest of the outfit from. Okay. And... You'd want just one glove as well for just the hand that's holding the rings with the left hand. Okay. Or that has the ring on it. And the way it would be, it would be uh, black with a little bit of gold trim, the same, like following the same pattern as the uh, the rest of the clothes you got. Yeah. And what he wants inlaid on it would be, he wants a white human skull on it, the symbol of Mirapo. Okay. But he wants to do it in a way that is kind of like faded into it almost, so it's not as obvious for people looking what it is unless they get closer to it. So not even so much white, but maybe like a darker gray. Or like so a that kind silver of in a that little. Is, yeah. is the threaded in just the way that kind of... You can even have it so that it's like double layered where there's the white one off it, but then there's like a black material over it and it's yeah. kind of partially seen. Yeah. Yeah, almost like a silver then on instead of a white underneath, and then yeah, like the black cover like... Mm. Okay. It'd be custom, but since it's only a cloth glove, it'd probably only be like five or six gold. Mm. And that's with like gold trim and stuff on it as well. Okay. Yeah, because there's not a lot of material you have to cover in a hand, especially since your hands aren't that big. Yeah. Um, He would also have it modified just a little bit, so just the fingers, the last step on the hand, would allow him some sort of... um. The ability to still get feeling with that hand. Tactile feedback. Yeah, so, so kind of kind of open glove as well, but just like at the tips. Yeah, for thieves kidding <clears throat> and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. More fine dexterous control. Okay, that sounds fine. Uh yeah, just record it down to six, I guess. Okay. Uh, uh can I anybody record else? five? Your hands are bigger than mine. Yeah, I'd say six. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I go to seventy nine instead of eighty. <laughs> Nim Nim also wants to buy just one glove. <laughs> Everybody loving the one glove. Well, the Except Ken had bought two gloves. The gauntlets are hard now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I should have mentioned I only wanted the unicorn on one glove. So. That's fine. Okay. Just so everyone's there. Uh, Nim also wants it to be so, sort of like the length of Kenna's gloves. Okay. Where it's like uh, he can like slide the ring easily in and out for easy use, but it protects the ring still. Okay. And he wants it to be white. Like a Michael Jackson glove. <laughs> a Michael yellow, Jackson fingerless glove. Yep. Blue wizard robes <laughs> and a bright yellow wizard oh, hat. Are you colorful? I love it. I'm having certain forever. And the <laughs> clock. We can't forget the clock. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I love Gold, it. I, I love all of it. I feel like I'm not gonna lie, I feel like the guy like listens to what you want and just like pulls out a generic white glove. And just like snips the fingers mm-hmm. off, and he's like one gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping he at least like reseals the edges. Yeah, I mean he's still he's a professional. <laughs> With our clothing comes shoes, right? Yeah. Okay. Unless you asked for something specific, I just assumed it was normal like traveler style yeah. shoes. Yeah, similar like combat light boot. Uh, yeah, I, think I mean we're just it, still it, going that Lazarus is Lazarus is part. It's part of your armor. Well, no, but he's kind of. 
Boomers, yeah. isn't he? Uh, you were in the beginning, yeah. Well, if you want to remain that way, Well, he's got fine. big, massive toe claws. It's kind of yeah. hard. It'd be rough. I mean, you know. But I'm sure somebody's thought of something. <laughs> they just have little spots for your claws to come out the top? Or they just a... wrap cloth around your feet like dog booties, mm-hmm. and you kind of... <laughs> no? Alright. <laughs> Lazarus looks super casual with his dog booties on, just like letting his legs flail out in random directions because he hates wearing them. Yeah. It takes the whole party ten minutes just to get his boots on. <laughs> Make a stealth roll. You have like triple discipline. <laughs> Jesse no, I don't get. I don't get a roll. My stealth is boots, two. But he has to wear the booties. <laughs> That'd be the best. I could give Lazarus boots of stealth, yes. but they're just these little booties. Yes. And they're like, <laughs> like, like little frills and shit. But on the plus side, no one can see you wearing them. Except for Lazarus. <laughs> yeah, Lazarus you know you're wearing them. And we can all tell by how he's walking. <laughs> yeah, like he's super stealthy, but he keeps walking with like the leg way out. It's like he's I'm someone trying to wear high heels when not ready, so their feet are like pointing down. Yeah. So he's like, mm. the ministry of silly walks. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, uh, is that everything that everybody image. wants from their shopping? Well, uh, is that all the shop? Like, I mean, we're still shipping me, but I suppose on the way to the warehouse and such, that's all we'll do. Yeah. So who was going to the warehouse? Ken and Lazarus. Yeah, so what are the two of you doing then that aren't going? We're, we're, we're going to go bar hopping. Right, right. And you do believe it might be in the Thieves Guild bar. Yeah, so I'm so going to head that there. way. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to the Thieves see. Guild bar looking rich as fuck now. <laughs> Normally we take a break, but I know we've only got about half an hour left, so I think we'll just keep going. Yeah. We'll do a little bit of the... Maybe the warehouse mm. we'll do. Uh, okay, so... You guys know where the warehouse is because it's been described to you by uh, Dis and Nim. So you know where it is. How are you approaching it? Obviously, they haven't been there since there was a mysterious red explosion. You know it's in a pretty, like, unused part of town. What are, what are you kind of thinking for approach? Like, are you just going to kind of walk in? Are you going to try to sneak in? Anything like that? Hmm... <laughs> What's her plan? I mean, we could just like walk by and just like. You could shapeshift. I could shapeshift. I could pass without trace us. I could like any of the above. I, I mean, I could shapeshift and fly over. And what are we even looking for here? The damage and to see if. I don't know. <laughs> like, like. I mean, these are good questions. I guess. I I guess for for you guys, what are you hoping they find there? What are we hoping they find there? Yeah, they they're not sure what they're looking for. Uh, I'm hoping they find any sort or looking for the people that are looking around that area, basically, and seeing who else is around there and. So we're just looking for people there? Looking for people that look like they're suspiciously kind of looking around. You're basically trying to find somebody who can give you more information on the ether stuff, because we think it's related, or on manufacturing the powder. So, so you're hoping to find nefarious people skulking around the place. Or really anybody's checking that area, because I feel at this point, it, unless it's somebody who was uh, contracted by Lil to do it, that there's probably not a huge amount of reason for them to be there. Or that it's related to the guards that Dis found. We also told the inspector about the entire warehouse, so there could be people from him all over it. Yeah, so it's just kind of trying to get more information on that and relating it back to the, the rip. Maybe we could just uh, 
we like I could do a flyby. We could check it out and see what kind of like state. Not it's a flyby. In. There's no flying creatures here. Right. <laughs> a good yes. memory from Lazarus. <laughs> Not out, like a, a sore thumb flying around here. But like a flyby as an, an animal, like I could be a rabbit or something. I don't think we've seen rabbits either. Mm, you could do a history check. I believe I. I mean, Ken is always looking for animals. Yeah. I know we've seen mice. But... It's a nat one. Okay. Uh, I'm doing a history, though. You, I mean, you do have inspiration a, if you want. I'm not wasting it on that. You're not going to follow Dis's example? No, that's an eight. Okay, that's an eight. Um, You don't... So the amount of animal life here has, especially on the market rung, has been a little less yeah. because it's obviously an urban area. That being said, you have seen rats and mice... Um, you did see a couple of rabbits, but they were mostly in those, like, gardeny type, like, park areas. Like not so much, chilling? yeah, not just, not quite so much, like, just down random streets. Didn't we see squirrels, too? Uh, in the park. In the park yeah. Too. Okay, so I guess I can ratify myself like I usually do. Okay, so you wanna, you're gonna go rat, and I guess Lazarus is just gonna kind of, like, walk around open and plainly and see if anyone from those people that I suppose there's, like if there's any official guards or anyone there allows us we'll just strike up a conversation with them okay I mean I can also uh, try to sneak into the building and see if there's any more powder uh, there, there's no building I don't think we don't know we'll find out yeah you guys don't know anything we'll about see it. like what's left of the All right. okay, okay so the plan is you're gonna kind of saunter up yeah I'm gonna like check out the area and I'm gonna see if there's like any official guards everywhere who might be willing or know that we were the ones that sent them there and then see if I can ask them but they've figured out so far. Sure, and Kenny, you're going to go in in rat slash mouse form? Yeah, um, and before I shapeshift, I want to uh, give Lazarus some signs. So, like, if I do this with my paw, I want to unshapeshift, so we need to, like, go Okay, so you can kind of, like, wave at him with yeah. a paw. Then we need to, like, go away? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you going in first, or are you kind of both going in at the same time? Uh, she should probably go first. I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. And if I, if I do, I mean, it's usually I suppose she can check there are any official texts for Lazarus to chat with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can try to lead you in that direction, so keep an eye on me. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you shapeshift. Um, I assume you guys get closer first yeah. before you see you're not, like, mouse running your way the I whole way there. I also don't want to um, shapeshift, like... In a place that's out of the way, like, as yeah. simply as possible. Okay. That so sounds good. how, we'll say, ten blocks away or more? That is shift? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I would go closer than that. Well, Lazarus isn't going closer than ten blocks for now. Oh, okay. That's like, a fair point. Okay. Just you don't know how wide any sort of surveillance would be if there is any. No. Okay, then I will shift at ten blocks. Okay, sounds good. All right, so you shapeshift, and you begin running towards where they've explained to you that this place is. Um, as you start running closer, you do notice a change in the environment. There's definitely um, a lot of the buildings as you get closer definitely seem like they've been kind of windswept, like there's kind of wind marks against them and that sort of stuff. Um, and as you get closer, you do start hearing conversation and kind of people talking and that sort of stuff. And you come around one of the buildings into the area where the warehouse should be, and that larger kind of middle section where that big warehouse would have been that the kind of roads are, it's just leveled. Mm. Like, it's just gone. 
there's just a pile of rubble on the ground. Uh, it's only about a foot high as well of a pile of rubble. So it got obliterated pretty good. It's disintegrated. Daniel, is there lots of people around? There are quite a few people around. Um, you see quite a few people in guards uniforms that are kind of traversing the area, seem to be picking through the debris. Several of them are watching down the streets, kind of keeping an eye on people that might be approaching. Uh, and in, more importantly, you do see the inspector. Um, you do recognize him. He's kind of standing in the middle of the rubble. And every once in a while, He's just kind of shouting orders out to everybody. Every once in a while, you kind of see, you kind of hear, why don't you take a look under there? There could be anything under that vaguely shaped rock. Okay. Very thorough. <laughs> yeah, um, like he's, he's definitely picking through the place fairly carefully. So while I'm a, a mouse rat, whatever, I want, well, I want to be like listening in to the conversations mm-hmm. if I can. And I also want to be keeping my eye out for Thieves Can't in this area. Okay. Because I do know a little bit. Just a little. Enough Just a that, little. like, there's, there is some in this area from, like, some of it looks fairly old, that okay. sort of stuff. I want to look for newer views again. Sure. Uh, do an investigation and a perception check. We'll see kind of what you pick up. Dang, I'm a Investigation is... 23. Okay. And perception is... 24. Okay. Um, so you notice a couple of things as you car- start kind of looking around. Uh, the first is when you're looking for the Thieves' Can't stuff, mm-hmm. uh, most of it looks fairly old, but you do notice a couple of newer symbols, or at least they seem like they might be newer, mm-hmm. um, but you're not sure what they mean. Okay. Can I, uh, try to memorize them as best as I can? Yeah, absolutely. Re- you can kind of, re- you know, you record down the symbols that you remember seeing, and you kind of take it. Um, or you, you remember and you can kind of record them down later. Um, the next thing that you notice is that the inspector is kind of, the entire group is generally talking about kind of recovering what they can from the site. They seem to be trying to figure out what exactly happened. There, he mentions a couple of times that they've recovered no bodies, but they're still looking, stuff like that. Um, and a final thing that you notice with just, just looking around with your perception is, um, there, there obviously isn't a lot of people in the area outside of the, the inspector's guards, mm-hmm. but you do notice that a lot of the animals moving around, the, the rats picking through the rubble and that kind of stuff, you definitely notice they have a bit of a, like, reddish tinge to them, and they're just a little bigger than normal. Like, maybe about 10 to 15% larger than normal. Um, it does seem to be something that the inspector is aware of. Every time a particularly large rat goes around, several of the guards chase it, and they do seem to be trying to capture them, and they've kind of been caging them. Noting that, I will try to, like, keep my distance more, because I don't want to just be caught. Fair. And I'm sure the guard doesn't want to suddenly have a woman in his hands, either. (laughs) He probably does, but... Well, not that exact moment. Not in the sense that that happens. I get forward into it, though. Uh, but yeah, that, that's about what you pick up with just kind of your initial examination of the area. Okay. Um, I want to go, like, out like a block and, like, just, like, kind of, like, do circles as I go out and 
um, probably working my way back towards Lazarus. Okay. Um, that will take a while. You can't exactly yeah. cover a ton of ground. It's no, a mouse very fast. For sure. Um, again, looking for Thieves' Cant and I guess now for animals and also people that may have that okay. reddish to them too. During your retreat back towards Lazarus, you do notice some other animals. Mm-hmm. That seem to have a similar effect. Uh, you do notice some newer thieves' camp, but again, it's that set of symbols that you're not sure what the meaning is. You, they're not basic; they're okay. something else. But I have them like really memorized. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. And in terms of people, still nothing. It definitely okay. seems to be a fairly abandoned area, uh, which does strike you as slightly odd. You do know people are packed in here a little bit more, so it is still a little strange to see an empty area. But, uh. The buildings around here, is there any buildings that look like they maybe at one time housed people? Oh, they all look like they at one time housed people. Okay, can I try to get into one of the buildings? Yeah, I mean, you're a mouse. Yeah. You can get into almost any building, probably. So I want to get into one of the buildings not too far out, closer to the site. Okay. Um, And I want to check out the inside of the building, looking for people... Looking for, like, signs of when they were last inhabited. Maybe they are still inhabited. That kind of thing. Okay, fair. So, the one house that you happen to pick at random, you go inside, and a couple of things jump out at you right away. First being, it's not an empty house. It it definitely, like, there's furniture, there's, you know, somebody lived here before, for sure. There's uh, rugs and furniture and chairs and tables and all that kind of normal stuff. Uh, The next thing that you notice is it definitely seems like somebody left here in a hurry. Uh, right down to, like, in the house you went in, dinner was set up on the table, but was abandoned before it was eaten. The food by now has begun to rot and that sort of thing, but definitely there was action in the house and then there suddenly wasn't. Okay. Um, smelling the food or looking at the food, can I guess, like, how long ago they left? You're not like, super well-versed in that, but you can give it an estimation based yeah. on how pungent it seems to yeah. be. Um, roll a survival check. Yeah, I mean, like, there are, there are guesses one nature. could make. Yeah. Nature? Yeah, yeah. Or survival. Uh, survival check. Uh, that's going to be 16. It's kind of like tracking at a certain point. You're like, how long ago was this camp used? It's kind of in the same vein. Yeah. Um. So, giving it a general guess, you'd have to say it's probably probably somewhere between two to four weeks. Not over a month, but not significantly under that. So right when the explosion was kind of? Before that. Okay. Because the explosion was only a couple of days ago now. No, because they blew it up and then they went to you guys and then almost immediately you decided to go deal with Wallace. So it was only a couple of days after that. Mm. Less less than a week, but maybe close to a week. These seem more like two to four weeks. So maybe the new one. Okay. Um. I guess like each block. Then as I go out, I want to kind of do the same thing, like picking a house at random and seeing if they're all following this similar pattern. Sure. By the time you get back to Lazarus, you've definitely noticed a similar pattern. Out to about five blocks away from the building. After that, things return a little bit more to normal. There's even a couple of places that you wander in that seem like people are actively living there, or at least may return shortly, like they haven't been gone very long. 
Um, maybe they're just out for the day sort of thing. So you definitely start hitting more normal buildings at about five blocks out from the rubble that used to be the warehouse. Okay. I will unshape shit, or do my little signal that I want to unshape shit. Uh, in the meantime, Lazarus, has there been anything you've been doing while kind of patiently waiting for Kenna to return? I'd be looking for anybody doing the same thing we are. We look like they're trying to get a look in on the warehouse. Okay, fair. Um, I guess to a perception check. Let's just see if you are keen enough to pick out anything. Twenty-one. Uh, Twenty-one. Okay. So while Ken is gone, every once in a while you kind of like stick your head out of the building you're hiding in just a little, and you kind of look down the street, just kind of taking things in. And this happens about five or six times, where you're just kind of, you're trying not to do it too frequently, but you're trying not to wait too long. And it's the fifth time you kind of poke your head out and you look around and you could swear on your left side, a couple of buildings down, that you thought you saw somebody else doing almost exactly the same thing. But kind of like, as you were like turning, there was that like split second of eye contact. And then they just like, <laughs> back into the house. And kind of like you out. both do, right? So then like when you poke back out again, there's nothing there. I didn't see any details. I don't know if it's guards. Just or... another face. Damn. Just that split second of eye contact. Should I go knock on this motherfucker? <laughs> like, hello? Um, Alright, so I'll note where that house was, but I'll keep waiting for Kenna. Okay. So Kenna returns. I signal my I want unshape shift. And Lazarus will stop her and like wait until like we're actually like she unshape shifts and Lazarus like already has the mouth the hand over the mouth like Shh. no it, it just you know <laughs> go away all right well I'll make sure I'm like we're both like backed away yeah. from yeah. the road proper yeah okay so you unshape shift and Lazarus seems concerned Lazarus was not the only one watching the street a couple of houses down he. Went to look outside and met eyes with someone else doing the same. Did I see anyone on my trek back? You did not. I did not. Interesting. I didn't see but anybody. But you came from the other direction. Oh. So you didn't go past them. There are two houses yeah. now. Yeah. You, you just by virtue of the loop yeah. you did, you came the other direction. Okay. Um, how about yourself? Well, the inspector is there with all of his guards. Ah, uh, that serves as well. Uh, all of the houses seem abandoned up to like five blocks away from the site. Similar to Wallace. Seems like they were abandoned though before the explosion, which is good because the animals in the area are all red and a little bit bigger than they should be. Ah, uh, that may be an issue. Probably. But seems the like the inspector is aware or no? Oh, he's definitely aware. He's take, trying to catch the animals and lock them up. Very well. Did you want you to come with? Or is Lazarus just going to speak to him on his own? I can come with you. That's not a problem. Also, don't let me forget to tell this that there was thieves can't. And I want to take a moment to like pull my scroll case out quickly and just like write it down before yeah, I forget. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I suppose we, Lazarus will just go right down there. Okay. Or that guard that was looking down. Okay, so you're not checking out the building to beside you. You're just going to go talk to the to I the kind of inspector. To check it out. It's up to you, man. I was going to mention that there was someone within that house and ask if it was one of the inspector's guys. Okay. I mean, 
I could shapeshift again and you can. scurry with my way. I guess you want that just a wait in the house? Yeah. Alright. That's just it, yeah. Okay. Let's can it shapeshift again? I'll kind of make sure I'm like listening and like close to the door and like right there. Okay. Kenna will begin scurrying towards that house and we'll talk about how you get into it and what you find next time. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Love when uh, that happens. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. Wow. What a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.